You are watching T Radio V. Radio NTV. Welcome to the Poe Show. Oh, my God. I just walked in. <laughs> Lane Nation said that's the best way to do it, is act like you just ran in. But I literally just <laughs> ran in and hit the mic. Okay. Okay, so you're watching the Polina Heron Show, a.k.a. the Poe Show. Poe Show, Poe Show for short, at Poe. I know people usually don't get that. Is my audio okay, Jake? Okay. Um, okay, we're coming live to you from TV to V. And now it went out. It's going in and out. Oh, my God. Is it? Can you guys hear me? I can hear you. Totally. Oh, it's the headphone. Okay. Okay, it's back. I'm not, just not going to move. Okay, T Radio V in Hollywood, California. And it's not sunny California. It's raining. It's raining. Which is and amazing. It's weird. But it's good because I think there's fires, and so we're trying to put them out. California knows. Okay, so this show, for you guys that are just joining us, but I know we've got lots of fans now, and I'm so excited about you, and thank you for supporting us. Keep supporting us. Again, this isn't my show. I'm just the instigator. Um, This is for all creatives. It's for the creative culture, or what I like to call the creative cult, because it's edgy and cool. Um, So this is about um, being creative, and sometimes I say I'm a promoter of the arts, but the arts is a really broad range, right? I mean, it's creativity. So anything that is creative, and people think, oh, okay, it's it's dancing, it's singing, it's acting, it's painting, it's sculpting, but you know what? It goes so far beyond that. Um, Anything creative, anytime you're creating something or using your creative energy or your right brain, that's creative. And that matters and that counts and that is going to make a difference in the world today. That's just my thought and I really believe it. Okay, and so there's many ways to express yourself and my goal is to expose all of those. So it's kind of weird. Maybe some people are watching this show because they think that they're going to learn how to paint. You know what? Just paint. I never learned how to paint. (laughs) just did it so it's it's a hopefully it will inspire you to be creative in whatever way that is I will have a mixologist on here had photographers of course you guys saw probably I'm sure the crazy um episode last week with Scott Schwitchman um and the nihilist the the infamous nihilist so um and that was really fun that was about comedy performance art that whole realm we've had street artists on here 
Um, we've had uh, we've had art models on here. We've had artists on here. Um, we'll have photographers on here. There's a, a lot of people that we will touch. Um, but uh, just anything creative. We'll have chefs on here. We'll have hairdressers on here. We'll have lots of different things. But it's basically about being creative. And we want to be in, creati- in, in, in the creative process, not the destructive process, which is kind of where our country is still. Are we still at war, by the way? Can somebody send me a memo on that and let me know if we're actually still at war or if it's over yet? Because I think we are. Okay, that's my point. Okay, so again, it's endless the means of creativity. Creativity equals innovation. Tell me we don't need innovation in these times. You know, the the hamster wheel doesn't work like it used to. You know, it's very squeaky, very squeaky making the coins come out the other end, right? We need the innovation. The innovation comes from the creative mind, and that's the creative cult. So don't think you can do nothing about it we can do something about it. We're probably the only ones that can do something about it. It's kind of a fight against money or creativity. Choose creativity. Money, been there, done that. It's all flashy and stuff, but it's not going to give you happiness. So in today's environment, definitely go for creativity. Okay, so in this episode, we are going to celebrate fashion. Okay, fashion to me and in a lot of people's minds is 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 more a commercial kind of context for whatever reason that is because if you if you look into it deeper you see all of the creative efforts that go into especially you know fashion I mean uh, well fashion modeling for example fashion photography so I have okay so this is a form of creativity and it does involve a lot of creative things um, gets overshadowed with this commercial aspect, like I said, which maybe everybody doesn't agree, but I think a lot of that's, I, I mean, I was, I was in fashion for quite a, a lot of my life. And that's one thing I really realize is there, that there is a lot that goes into it and it's not seen as that. It's seen as the end product, the product. It's not seen as all of the, all of the amazing creative uh, creatives and their creative process that goes into making this amazing in product. The whole fashion and the name kind of overshadow the whole thing. Um, okay, so all of that got that out of the way. I'm so sorry that was so long, but I really felt like I needed to touch base on all of that again because I know I did that in previous shows. But this is some of you may think I'm off track with fashion. And that's another reason why I wanted to explain. And after watching the show, you will see what I mean. Oh, my gosh. It's super connected. I'm honored to have with me today Jacqueline DePaul. She is a model and founder of Yellow Brick Runway and model and fashion photographer in a ginormous way, Leslie Pedraza. Welcome, ladies. I am so super excited to have you here. Jacqueline, tell us a little bit about yourself. In a short version, short and I version. have a lot of other things I can talk about her on. Oh my gosh, I got the dirt on Jacqueline. Um, While I, I pour champagne, you pour the champagne. I started modeling uh, eight years ago, so I didn't model as a young person. I'm. I got. A what phys- do you mean? I got a physics degree. I went into business. I went into technology. Okay, I got to stop you right there. Physics degree. <laughs> okay, <laughs> she's beauty and brains. So that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Thank you, darling. Um, yes, and I uh, did a lot of dancing for my hobby. I, I need creative outlet because uh, business and technology is very stimulating, but it didn't hit that button. 
So uh, got injured, decided I need a different creative outlet at 38, started modeling, and didn't tell anybody how old I was, because you know that's taboo. So I said, oh, I'm 24. <laughs> Which is acceptable, but barely. Right, exactly. And uh, I just did it for fun. Then I went off and um, entered Wilhelmina Agency in New York, put out a, a nationwide model search contest, and I went off and entered that and managed to win it out of 5,000 women. So then I ended up with an agent, and I was modeling. And that was without that's that was without them knowing your age. No, that was a forty. Oh, that was, that a, was okay, a over right. forty model search. So okay. I was like, thank God, I don't have to lie because at the time oh, I was forty. Right. I was forty-one at the time. I'm forty-six Shh. now. I just turned forty-six. Oh my God, happy birthday! Thank you. And um, so oh, now you just did, huh? I just Is did your birthday in June? June. Yeah, Gemini. Remember? Mm, I remember. <laughs> I remembered you were Gemini. I didn't remember yeah, when. Yeah. So uh, so now I model uh, for multiple agencies, and I I do. I do what I call real modeling now. Yeah. And um, on the way, I started my blog, Yellow Brick Runway, which is ex about exactly what you talk about, is like, how do we create these images? So Leslie has been my photographer partner. I actually recruited her to train me how to model when I first got the agency because I failed on a cat my first catalog job and I called her up and I said you were a catalog model. You know what? I have to <laughs> I have to bring that up because I have it highlighted oh, in my okay. notes. So it was so funny. Okay, if you go to Jacqueline's website, Yellow Brick One Runway, you will see however you say it like the the epic fail or whatever yeah. it is and you click on it and you and it says what this page is no longer oh really okay. <laughs> oh is that on, is that not on purpose cuz no, i thought that was the funniest I, I thing have to i fix that oh, no. oh my gosh it says that i'm like that's so perfect <laughs> <laughs> well you know what? i'd leave it no i'm oh, going to i'm going to put it back the story it's a great, is great. story okay yeah. but, and i had to get leslie to teach me cuz i didn't know there was so much technique involved you know, I, I like the creative part, but there's also a there's technique. So she taught me and she became my partner on the blog. And now we do all these creative collaborations and we bring in makeup and hair styling designers and we say, OK, let's do this concept. And then we see what turns out. It's not always what you planned, but we try to make these amazing shots and we and you succeed that on the from blog. what I've seen. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and it gets you work. It gets you publicized. Yeah. I mean, it gets you published. We get in magazines. It's it's quite fun, actually. It's it's more creative than a lot of the standard work that you would get hired to do for the commercial stuff because you, you're you doing stuff technically. I'm not allowed, not supposed to do fashion at 46. So, you know, like, yeah. you're supposed to do um, SUVs and blood pressure machines and stuff. So, oh, my goodness. <laughs> so I have a great time with it. Which, yeah, none of that is really relevant to probably you or I or any of us in this room. I have great blood pressure. <laughs> and I drive a Mini Cooper. Uh, yes. And I'm well under 20. Four. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Okay. So um, you began organizing collaborative photo shoots. Yeah. And that's, that's really cool because talk about being creative, right? I mean, this is from, um, from the ground up with her, with her ideas. So this woman is not only like a super brain in technology, but she's also beautiful and creative. And she has found ways to kind of break into the world that maybe she wouldn't be accepted in if it was just about one thing, her age, which is kind of silly but which I think that's kind of changing I think that the the line of age is kind of moving yep. up I mean that's just my opinion maybe I just want to believe that I don't know the older I get the more I want to believe that <laughs> 
Okay, so originally her, her goal in doing this was to get published, which you've succeeded. Mm-hmm. You've totally succeeded. So, and again, I always talk about on this show collaboration. The creative collaboration is like the best because we're not in here as like these solo people anymore. We are here together in this endeavor in life of being creative and showing this creative spirit and giving people something to admire and something to be inspired by. That's what creativity does in a nutshell. Well said. Okay. So you've kind of, you've made your own campaigns and I have a couple of them here and oh my gosh, I'm so, I'm so, did I lose a page? I'm so crazy about the, um, the union station. Oh my God, that was so super amazing. And the whole vintage thing that you guys are doing, Mm -hmm. that is like, is that like super hipster in? Right. I mean, you can't go wrong with vintage. And that's the other thing I wanted to kind of um, talk about um, is um, how that is affecting the fashion world commercially. The vintage? With the vintage being so strong now. and That's her. She knows all about (laughs) this. And... (laughs) Um, the hipster movement, yeah, because yeah. that's it's yeah. it's not like you're buying these these high dollar vintage fashion. And there was a lot of vintage in London, East London, where I was, mm-hmm. and I think the price tag kind of goes, you know, to the Americans. But mm-hmm. um, it's still it's not the fashion dollar. Mm-mm. So I'm just wondering what that this whole trend, how that's going to affect. Well, okay, me, first of all, okay. Jacqueline, will you introduce this wonderful woman? Because you know so much more about her than I do. Actually, maybe not, yes. but you've been working with her. So I, I introduce would, this wonderful person. I would be pleased to introduce the fabulous Leslie Pedraza. She was a model for 20 years in Europe during the supermodel age, so in the 80s. So she started out as a regular size model straight out of high school at 18 for five years and struggled a little bit with the size. Right? Yeah. And she was right on the edge. And then finally an agent said, well, you know, if you would do plus size, you'd make a lot of money. And she said, thank God. So <laughs> she um, she started plus size modeling. And what's the most impressive about that is she did that successfully as a career for 15 years before it was so in fashion. You know, and in the 80s, when she walked the same runways as all the supermodels. Yeah. And so she was a big hit model. And now she's a, a fashion photographer. And she takes her understanding of modeling into her photography so she's really good for new new people like I was very new she can explain to us what to do where most photographers that have never modeled they don't know what to do they only know how to capture you doing something exactly so she can guide she can say hey your face looks really stressed out what are you thinking about uh okay you're right or your hand looks like a claw so she (laughs) she fixes all these things exactly and she's and she's got stunning photography I would have to say her style is very colorful and very alive. She likes life in the pictures, and um, and she's just lovely to work with. And she's been a great partner. And we sit there and we go, well, let's try this idea. And neither of us know how we're going to pull it off. No, you but know what? The creative it. mind never starts <laughs> that way. We never are like, uh, I think we're going to do this. Yep. No, right? It's like mm-hmm. it, it's a collaboration is great. It really yeah. moves things along. Well, I have to hand it to Jacqueline because she is really the one who pushes the collaboration, which is a really interesting thing for me. I came into creativity late in in <laughs> life because I spent so many years working and, and being an agent and being on the other side. I was never in charge. And so Jacqueline will say, well, let's do 
this. And I'll say, but I can do this. And she'll say, but I want this. And she pushes you. Yeah. And she pushes me. And it's been scary and great. You know what? That's what creativity is all about. It's going beyond your comfort zone. Always. You got to do it. You know what? I think it's time to take a quick break. We'll be right back and we're going to talk about this more. Tune in. Welcome back to The Poe Show, Hollywood, California, on this rainy day. It's kind of cool. I got to use my umbrella while I was going to the piano bar for my margarita before the show, all alone. How weird. Um, thank you, Noah, for the margarita. You guys are always awesome there. He's so he's so great. He knows I just need it. Takes the edge off. I know that sounds like an alcoholic term. But we also, I don't know if everybody else in this kind of business has something that they need to do to, to like release the steam right before the show. But I scream. Anybody who's been on the show knows that I scream before. Sometimes it shocks them. And these, these ladies actually screamed with me. So <laughs> is that a ladylike thing? Maybe not. But it, did it help? I had a fun time. Yeah, uh, I'd never super, tried that before. Well, it just, it just, you know, there's this always this like thing that's. I just thought I should talk about this. I asked these. Um, let's see, who was it? I think it was John Gardner and Carrie Pullhammer, but they're they're like stage actors. I asked them, "Do you ever get that little?" Th-? Well, and, and they looked at me like, I mean, they've been doing stage for like 30 years. It's like, well, maybe not. Maybe you guys don't get that at all anymore. But you know what? Guys still do. Okay. 
So back to fashion. This is such an incredible episode. I'm super excited about it. And I'm super excited to have these particular guests with me today to talk about it. We're going to go in deep in creativity and fashion. So let's continue on. Um, okay, so we've got the beauty in the brains. We have the... Um, the uh, fitting in where you can fit in, right? Mm -hmm. Or making it happen anyway. Like, That's, I mean, yeah. yours was an age thing and you're like, okay, you know what? I want to do this anyway. I actually have, this was, it's so great. All of this, um, you share your journey on your blog, which I suggest anybody who's interested in this topic, go to yellowbrickrenway.com because it's very, very cool. Um, Jacqueline blogs and it's it's just super great. You can you can follow her journey from going from a, a Fortune 200 telecommunications co uh, company kind of mindset with dancing as her hobby, having that rug pulled out from under her as far to, as far as her creativity expression, which was dancing. Um, they said she couldn't dance for six months to a year. She says, like, okay, you know what? That's not going to happen for me. I really need to find something else to express myself creatively. She said, my job was very technical and mentally stimulating, but without dancing, I didn't have an artistic release, and it made me feel stagnant and depressed. And this is another thing all you fans know that I talk about on this show is creativity is not just a, a means of making something great it's and it's your expression and isn't fashion even wearing what you want to wear or portraying yourself how you want to be seen tell me that's not creativity mm -hmm. and I know a lot of people don't have that ability they're like okay dress me I don't know what I'm supposed to be or who I am or what you know what there's those people too but um people usually have some sort of a style or something they're drawn to. And there's got to be, what I'm saying is there's got to be some sort of creative outlet or some way to, of expression. I mean, I said it equals innovation. It also equals definitely your self-expression. It's, it's who you are. If you're doing it right, it's who you are. It's how you get your, yourself out in it. It's, it only equals growth too. There's growth in creating. You know, I study the, the brain, which some people think is really funny because I'm not the s sharpest tool in the shed. But <laughs> on the other hand, um, it's it's really interesting because if you enhance your right brain, it doesn't take away from your left brain. It actually enhances your left brain and vice versa. So don't be afraid if you're a left brain person to go to the right side. If you're a right brain person to go to the left side, it's all going to be good and it's going to make you a better person with a super higher IQ. So. IQ actually does um, measure creativity because I know a lot of those tests is like you have to have some right brain going on or you could never figure that stuff out, right? <laughs> it's true. Have you taken one of those? Oh, absolutely. And I'm sure it's super high. Yeah, it, It's fairly high. <laughs> it's, I'm not a genius by any means, but it's good enough. It's above average. She's yeah, a genius. I'm sure Don't it's above average. You know, because Trust anybody me. I've ever met with a right brain, left brain thing going on, at least to some extent, um, their IQ is definitely going to be higher. You know, you might be not be able to, like, excel in some particular subjects. Like, you know, some things I wasn't really good at and other things I was really good at, like English. I mean, I'm, I'm a writer. I'm really um, – I can really kind of grasp the English language, though I can't speak it. Sorry. Um <laughs> Um, but also, you know, and then math is the whole other part of it. And math, I was really great, but in algebra, right? So it's kind of algebra. Yeah. Okay. But that's an interesting point that you bring up with creativity, because a lot of people who are super good at something 
think that they're not they're not doing it because it's too easy for them. So if they can sit down and do a painting in three seconds, or if they can go through algebra, and then they're just like, well, it's you know, it's easy, but it's only easy for you. So it's interesting to see yes, where people's true. creative sources are, even though they don't know what. what and but you know what? And, uh, and also, even if something's easy at first, it, you can be pushed. Oh, is there yeah. any? Is there anything like okay? Yeah, I've got this. No, I, you know, I'll think, oh, I got this. And then some other realm that I hadn't even discovered yet, it's like, oh, my God. I in the same arena. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you feel like an idiot again. <laughs> and then you move up and you're like, okay, got it. You know, I'm on the top of the world now. And then, and then something else, <laughs> right? That's yeah, been my yeah. whole life. So I, I have, I have discovered and um, realized that, you know what? I, I am, I am an idiot. <laughs> there is so much I don't know. But the most intelligent people are the ones that realize they really know nothing. So I'll leave it like that. <laughs> okay, I know nothing. No, just kidding. <laughs> okay, let's get back to fashion. Okay, let's talk fashion. That's enough about that. Okay, so um, let's see. The creative side, logical side. Okay, so Jacqueline goes into talking about her, um, her journey through this after the dance. I'm going to go back to that for just a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, and it popped into her head, okay, what do I do now? Mm -hmm. Or she thought, what do I do now? What popped into her head was modeling. Mm -hmm. Very random. Okay. <laughs> and so that's why I'm, I'm touching on this because then you go, then there was the discussion, you say, between your creative side and your logical side. Mm -hmm. Well, this is why, this is why I'm going to do this. This is why it's not going to work. You know, that, that whole thing, which is mm -hmm. really, it's really mm -hmm. great. It's exactly what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Well, the creative side won, thank goodness. And um, because she came to the conclusion, you know what? I can just do this and use it the same way I did dance because I I want to do it and I'm going to do it to enjoy what I'm doing, learn how to do this and enjoy what I'm doing. So that's the that was the only that that was the only connection you held on to as far as the outcome was to enjoy what you were doing. And let me just tell you, that continues to this day. Leslie is constantly listening to me talk about this because there's this part of me that wants to create, wants to model. And then the other the other half goes, I'm old. I'm not as pretty as that <laughs> Oh, it's that still, girl. that still happens. Oh, my God. Every day. And and you bet you might as well just quit. And this girl's way prettier than you. And da, da, da. And then the other Which side goes. Which astonishes me. You know, <laughs> I, every time she says this, I'm like, what? <laughs> and then I go, but I want to express. I want to do this concept. And then my, my wheels start turning. I go, okay, well, I'll just do one more <laughs> and then I'll stop. So the last one we just did that's not out yet, we called it movement and color. So we used designers that were real floaty, but real yeah. colorful, lots of extreme dramatic posing. And we're actually going to get on the cover of a luxury magazine in Dubai. My mm, first cover. In Dubai. Interesting. And I literally was saying in my head the whole time, this is my last one because I'm getting mm. too old and it's really kind of dumb. And I'm enjoying myself the whole time, and then and then we get that, and so I'm, I I always kind of go, where where are these two pieces coming from? You know what's weird is that what gets in our way is like the ego thing, and I'm mm -hmm. talking about it just like in in a in a um I was gonna say psychotic, but <laughs> psychological way. It's Either a, one. Yeah, well, I guess it's related. In my case, it's probably psychotic. But um, yeah, we get in we get in these things um. My father, one thing that he that he said, he told me this story about a friend of his that was saying, my father is great at a million things, but he plays the piano. And his friend was saying, oh, gosh, 
I want to play the piano. And my dad's like, and my dad, I, I don't know how old he was then. He was probably 50 or whatever. And, and the guy was probably his age. And um, the guy said, I, I want to play the piano. And dad's, my, my dad says, well, why don't you? <laughs> yeah, right. Because point. because there's there's not a there's not an age. There's a mental age maybe or what you think you want to do. It's all we can do so much by just our drive to do it. Yeah. And you know what? Honestly, we're not in any competition with anybody except ourselves. Do you want to push yourself further? Do you want to do you want to get more out of life or do you want, just want to settle and lay on the couch and eat chips? I don't know. <laughs> it's your decision. But you know what? The right is the is the more fulfilling side of life, the creative side or if you're if you're learning more, if you're expanding and to do that, taking chances? Yes. And the time that I'm in this particular case, the time that I'm the most happiest and fulfilled in my modeling is when I drop all the expectations exactly. or ideas and I go, okay, I'm just doing this for me. I'm just doing this to see if I can be better than the last one. And I'm just doing this to enjoy the competition creative. with yourself. Yeah. Yep. And then when I remove all that other stuff, everything's great. And when I start looking, you know, you know, I'm not Christy Turlington or Kate Moss or, you know, Carly Kloss. And I'm just like, oh. But if I just ignore all that and I just do it, then I have a good time. So I just have to keep reminding myself. Just, I think that can really block your creative urge. It is totally this constant can. Mm-hmm. Comparison because you, <laughs> it can get very negative. And it's fascinating for me because I can see when she's doing it in her head. So I'm on the other <laughs> side of the camera and I can feel and see this weird. See, it reflects. It totally reflects. And mm-hmm. but a lot, I don't. I think. I shoot kinesthetically, which means I shoot by feel, which is a very unusual thing in a visual medium. That's the creative side. Yes. And so I've I've been watching her through time. And in this last photo shoot, she was talking about how she she got to the point where she let go in the middle of the shoot. And all of a sudden, magic happens. I get a rush of emotion because I know she's there and it's happening. And for me, that is why I do this, you know, for those moments. And then afterwards, you know, you get the cover of a magazine. (laughs) Okay, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to be right back and we're going to talk about this some more. Stay with us. A lot of my own fine art, filmmaking, basically toys, playing with all kinds of stuff. You're just a big kid. Just a big kid, totally. <laughs> She's like, oh, get a job, you lazy artist. No. All creative endeavors have to be modified. Who is this guy? Who is this guy? He's not on the platform. Started my career as, as an animator, a Disney character animator. Since the Lion King, Hunchback, Notre Dame, Hercules, Tarzan, Atlantis, Treasure Planet, Home on the Range, Princess and the Frog, Tangled was the last thing I worked on. Ever since I was a little kid, I had my room full of oil paints. And... Okay. I owe the I don't even know. <laughs> okay, let's talk about anything except organs. Any edible baby. <laughs> organs, edibles. Anything squishy. Edibles. <laughs> it's kind of revolutionized everything. Kids can create their own toys out of their imagination. You can create your own family. I don't think that computer will ever replace traditional art. There's some fascination with the fact that someone's coming up with something and it's coming out of their hands. A lot of the creative culture is trying to wrap their head around um, where our future is with technology as artists. 
you have any interest in 3D printing? <laughs> Actually, that's a funny ad. Creatives out there, you gotta just go for it. Welcome back to the Poe Show here, Hollywood, California, rainy California. Isn't that great? We get a little rain. It's just going to clear everything out. And you guys love it when it rains because it just Sky gets blue. And it, clean, it just cleans <laughs> Sky everything turns out. blue. Yeah, somebody, somebody was telling me, <laughs> oh, they were talking about Hawaii. Hawaii um, and, well, someone that comes from Hawaii and comes over here to California. Oh, my God, the smog. I'm like, what about the vog? You guys have been to Hawaii, right? And it's... It's a vog. The vog is the volcano the ash. ash. That's, oh. well, is that better, having all that glass in mm. your lungs? <laughs> anyway, I don't That's know not. why I talked about that. That is ridiculous. So anyway, we have... The rain pouring down that's cleaning the streets of Los Angeles. So it's a beautiful place when that happens. You guys ever go over, I'm sure you probably do, over the 4th Street Bridge very often? Downtown? Yeah. Mm-mm. Going from the 101 across. Oh, my God, it's so beautiful. Going that way into the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, I want to take a picture every time and just, like, stop my car in the middle of the road. Yes. I know. <laughs> you know, I always wonder what that middle thing's for. Is that for people who want to take pictures that has the big X there? <laughs> because nobody uses that. Can we use that? Can we use that to take photos? If you have a permit, maybe. Oh, my God. It's just so beautiful. And it's like when you're coming into L.A., it's just like one of the most um, picturesque scenes especially in LA and then you end up in the arts district it's like really mm-hmm. this is like so perfect dumps you right into there mm. so I did that today that's why it's on the top of my uh-huh. head okay so um one more thing about Jacqueline's journey and you can you can check it out um extensively on her blog again it's and website it's a fantastic website it has lots to look at um yellow brick runway Okay, so one thing that she said, a quote is, performing in front of the camera gave me a similar artistic high as dancing did. I was expressing and creating shapes with my face and body, and I also found a new enjoyment in collaboration with other artists as modeling is truly a collaborative effort. So it let's is. go more on that topic of collaboration and, um, and the artistic value of fashion and what it all entails. Well, sure, I'll start and then I'll hand it to Leslie. But, I mean, that you become a character that the other players build on you. So exactly. you get the makeup and hair people that create. I mean, you have a basic bone structure, but they really draw it on. They create it. It's almost like you're the canvas. Exactly. And they paint it on. Exactly. The designer then frames you with different shapes of clothing or non-clothing or whatever you're going to be. And then the photographer has to take that whole thing with the background and make it into um, an, an impactful image. So the model is really just one tiny little part. Yes. We have jobs to do. We have to project emotion and we have to move our bodies well. But the photographer is the is almost like the conductor of the orchestra. 
So that's why I'll you know toss it to Leslie. But it, it is a collaboration. Like without, if let's say you have all the parties and you don't have a hair person, that shoot's ruined. Exactly. Like it, you have to have all the members to make those beautiful images. So there you go. It's a fascinating experience for me because I'm coming from the opposite direction. I started with the best of the best, <laughs> exactly. right? I started with uh, Versace and Armani and Yves Saint Laurent. And so I walked in the door as an 18-year-old with all these amazingly creative people and I had no idea what was really happening. And I was just doing my little part best I could trying to figure it out. It's like when you have those dreams and you show up in the dream and they pull the curtain open and you're supposed to dance and uh, yeah, you don't but know what's you, going you, on. Did you go straight to Paris and then they're like, okay, you're on. You're yeah. like, what? Pretty much. <laughs> That's okay, so she was thrown into, was it 18, 17? 18. 17, month okay. I turned 18, yeah. Okay, so she was just kind of thrown into this and like, oh my gosh, okay, well, okay. And they're like, uh, what, what, what even, oh, I think I read about that. Okay, but I'll ask you. So what even made you decide that that's something you wanted to do? Okay, let me finish this train and then okay, I'll, no, I'll go no, there. Of so, so when I work with Jacqueline, I have this huge view of what's supposed to happen, and she's coming from the other end. You know, she's working into it where I'm working back out of it. Right. So it's such right, an right, interest. Right. The collaboration is everything because that's where the, the you're making something and you don't even know what it is. Um, I to answer your other question, I was a plus size model and my girlfriends were so gorgeous and they were doing pictures with people when they were not getting good pictures and I thought this is completely unfair. <laughs> You know, they're paying the same money as the regular size models and they're not getting the pictures and they're gorgeous. So I decided to pick up a camera. I mean, I just got so frustrated. I picked up a camera and then it was over. I literally looked through the camera and it was magic. Something was happening that was beyond me. And then I took it to get processed because I learned on film and then it was even more beautiful. And I was like, oh, uh oh. This is and what I made it and this. what made it that way? What what were what were the things that stood out? Was it the the whole thing, or did you pick it apart to the certain like the lighting elements, the the different things that were involved in it? I've done that through time, but for uh, me, it's a connection. You know, uh-huh. something happens with the person, and it's like like she says, it's like a dance, and so all of a sudden, when everything works perfectly it just goes and something happens to like the I don't know what it is it's just a perfect alignment of everything I have to tell you Paul that I've met many photographers so and I look at everything very almost scientifically because I of course you do so a lot of photographers some of them approach it very technically they learn the lighting and they learn the, the equipment but they forget that they're looking at a model. So everything's beautiful. The lighting on the wall is beautiful. And then the, but the model's not really doing anything because they're, they're not seeing that artsy vision side. And then right. I've worked with artistic photographers that have no clue on the technical side exactly. and they can't light it. And so the whole thing is ruined. So they all approach it differently and everyone has to back into both ends. But everyone comes from one side. So Leslie's saying she came from the creative side and she built the technical side behind it. Right. Some and people you, you come from to, the technical exactly. side and build. But I would have to say that I think the creative side is harder to build. Because it's, like, it's an instinct. It's exactly like reading music or learning by ear mm-hmm. or just hearing music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that, it's, that is the best example I've ever known because I... I don't have an ear. Mm. I can read music. I play cello. Mm. But, oh, wow. Which, I guess, I mean, it's more important to know how to read music with cello than it is to to know by ear. But 
my father, it was really strange to me because he pl- he plays everything. And it was later on that he said, oh, gosh, you know, I can't read music. I was like, because I think he's like God, right? Mm-hmm. And he doesn't read music. It's only by ear. Wow. And so there's, there's things that hold you back when you only know one side of it. Like if mm-hmm. you only know by ear, you can't play in an orchestra because everybody has their part. So you mm-hmm. have to know everybody's part. You have to be able to like follow, I guess. Anyway. <sighs> it's very similar <clears throat> but the creative side you'll see a lot of photographers that are very technical yeah they never get that creative part they just can't see it so it's it's really nice when the photographers can see that because you need help you know it's if you're stumbling upon it all the time it, it still works but it's nice to have <laughs> yeah anyway. and this brings up another thing that is might seem different you know out on left field, but to me is part of it. And that's that when I look at a person, I see their beauty. Yes. I don't care if they're, you know, young, old, small, big. So when someone comes behind my camera, I want them to see what I see. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of, you know, your ego. Well, but still what's, what's interesting about you though, is that you said you, you, this is kind of this, um, the creativity side is new to you, but it's, it's really not. It was just, it might have been like back there forever. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, whoa, there's this whole little, a whole other world in front of me that I never realized. You definitely have a very creative mind and a creative, a creative eye. Well, here's an interesting piece is that I always wanted to have children and I was unable to have them. Mm. So when I started doing this, it was, I guess it was the outlet that I had to have. And yeah. I, there were times when I seriously considered that I didn't think I'd be able to do this and I would just sob uncontrollably because I had to do it. It had to happen. You're a creative. (laughs) Okay, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back and we're going to talk about this for a little bit longer. Stay with us. Bye. 
Welcome back to the Poe Show. You see what I mean? I mean, she, she, Leslie was at the at the top, right? If you're on the cover of Cosmo, are you kidding me? I mean, right? Can yeah. you get any higher than that? That's like the that's the top. And I don't care what what year, what era, it doesn't matter. If you were on the cover of a right, yeah, Jacqueline, ag- agreed, agreed, agreed. Thank you. So, okay. More about Leslie. Okay, so you saw a, a little bit about her. Now she's on the other side of the camera. But she was um, from her 20 years, 20-year modeling career, um, fashion model, Europe, Italy. Italy really liked her. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, then an agent. She was an agent managing models. And um, then you studied acting and toured with Mickey, Mickey Rooney. Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, I'm not. I know you're not going to talk about all of this stuff because it's hard to talk about yourself. Everybody has a problem with that. Um, and a, uh, was a commercial agent, and now finally fashion photographer. So she has all this. She has this like wide array of information, and that's one thing I studied before about um, <laughs> about the line between. A creativity and crazy <laughs> mm-hmm. is like this big, so close. Mm-hmm. and and the creatives they 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 store this information. You know the normal people, I, I use that term loosely, normal people, but they throw what they don't need out. We keep it because we might need it, and that's where this like innovation comes from. We collect it and we're like, okay, that and the, and yeah, we can use that. Well, the other people, that's like irrelevant to them. They don't have that anymore. They've trashed it. But we keep it. And that the overload of that is what can lead to to craziness. Well, it was fascinating. Uh, one of the last photo shoots we did uh, together was an 80s-inspired shoot. It started out to be something else, and we went to a vintage store, and I was going crazy in this store. Oh, I love this dress. That oh, was a Union Station. Huh? Actually, it was, it was another one. So oh, no, no, no. Girl? It was Who's That Girl. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Right. And Jacqueline trusts me enough now that she just looks like, at me and okay, says, fine, yeah, I don't understand this, but I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God, this is going to be amazing. And mm-hmm. so the day came, and sure enough, we, you know, we started to get together. But because everything old is new, Yes. You know that everything that I experienced is coming around again now it's from the my 80s first again, time yeah. around. Mm-hmm. And it's so hilarious to watch because every generation puts their own spin on it, too. Exactly. Yes. So are you going to hold fast to what your past was or are you going to go with it and see what happens? It's an, ex- an exciting journey. Well, creatively, it's like like, like an integration of things mm-hmm. because you, you have some idea or some era and that's what's cool about fashion. And you can add to I've I've never like followed obviously followed the trends. It's always been like what I what I felt comfortable in and what what was me. I've always done that. I was in fashion very much so in my younger years, very much so. But there in a sense that there was there was a certain a certain look that I felt comfortable in. Now I realize what that was. It was my expression, right? But that's perfect. And it hasn't changed. I have clothes like from thirty years ago. Yeah, I'm only 32, so I was just a baby. But no, no. But seriously, I, I and people, like, where'd you get that? I'm like, well, I have no idea. Um, <laughs> so yeah. many years ago, right? You know what I mean? So that's another thing about creativity and expression, and especially in fashion, it doesn't have to be the trend, Mm-mm. and you can actually make the trend, mm-hmm. right? That's how trends happen. Well, and that's the thing. It's shifted along the way. When I started, the trends were 
the the designers were in charge of the trends and uh. now the people have taken over <laughs> okay. the asylum you know what that's super great that's super great news because creatives you're doing it yep it's <laughs> right working. it's happening okay and so the designers are looking to the people on the street and this has been going on oh for a my while. god okay this is a great topic and we're, we got to have you back <laughs> you know what? Well, for one thing, we have to talk about, we didn't talk about the power of hard light, which is super exciting to me as being an artist, a visual painter artist. And also this whole vintage thing and the things that you guys have done have been absolutely amazing. And we need to tap into that a lot more. But continue on this. We have like two minutes left. Oh, no. I well, know. Yeah. It goes by so Tell super them. fast. Like, the bloggers, the fashion bloggers are leading in, instead of following. You know what? The that's The designers come to them design with us an, a, a skirt or whatever like what do you like to wear the, the street style is starting to lead the design it's fascinating yeah, okay it's fascinating. so you know what i'm just i'm so excited because i didn't know that <laughs> for one thing and the other thing is that's that's what i preach you know that's what needs to happen we're the ones that decide what goes on. We're the ones that decide what's cool, right? Us, the creative people, are the ones that should have the reins, right? Mm -hmm. And there's always been inspiration. But like if you look at the, the British designers, what was that one that was in the 60s? Oh. oh, I can't remember her name. But she used to go to this certain area of London. Betsy Johnson. And No, it was earlier. And, and, and she would look at the young people and what they were wearing. And her whole collection would be designed around that. So the inspiration often came. From but from now, the street, but now it's a big, wider like mm. you. The 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 designers look on Instagram for the bloggers to see. Oh, see, that's a whole other yeah. topic. The yeah. whole the what what the what mm. technology has done. Yeah, models now have to have an Instagram account. The agencies require it. So it's a whole different it's a whole different world Dynamic. than the '80s Completely when different. she when she was modeling. So yeah. it's different. It's really fascinating. Yeah. This is so super exciting. Oh my gosh, I'm so super excited about that because that means that's okay. I'm okay with whatever I'm wearing because I can, be, I can be 80s again. <laughs> I don't spend a lot of money. I'm, I'm not a shopper. I know that's weird for most women, but I'm really not. I like go in, there's a certain thing I want and usually I can't, I can't find it. But if I'm in a certain area and I find something that I really like, I just get it because I know, I know me. I'm not going to, I'm going to go, oh, why didn't I get that thing? Because it's hard for, it's hard to please me that way. Nobody can do it except me. Anyway. Okay. We're totally going to have you, we're, we, all of these people behind me, totally going to have <laughs> you guys back. And um, we're going to talk, we have to talk about technology and fashion. We have to talk about all of these amazing, I mean, this Union Station is freaking amazing. Um and the French inspired thing and my family's totally from French from France too oh, from French nice. from France too so that that is super close to my heart um thank you for being here thank, thank you. you and thank you for the information I'm so stoked right now about <laughs> what you just said that's a great place to leave it and um consider fashion as the, the greatest expression that you can give the world on an everyday basis and have it reflect who you are. I mean, we need to express ourselves. Who are you? Don't be afraid to show it. And if you want to try something new, if there's something you've been dying to do creatively, do it. Just do it, right, Jacqueline? Yeah, I agree. Do Fashion it. is I'm the in. most accessible art form for the masses. Just show yourself. Yep. 
We'll see you next week. Okay, next week. Who do we have next week? Next week we have a photographer that loves to photograph a lot of tattooed women. So we're going to have sexy women and a pretty sexy guy who actually lives creatively in every way. He's a painter, a drawer. He's a, an amazing photographer. And he's a musician. And he lives his language. I'll talk to you next week. Tune in. You are watching T Radio Me, Radio and TV.